Welcome to another episode of Self-Help Shark. I'm Morgan. And I'm Brett. And this week we are talking about maintaining your happiness through the shutdown that is martial law and the COVID-19, aka the coronavirus. Not yet martial law. They're getting there. We are literally under martial law. Kind of. We No, we're totally under martial yeah. law. Anyway, so we're talking about how to maintain a happy, healthy lifestyle while dealing with all this, because in the, in the, so I saw something that makes me want to start this off tonight. Like, so on Facebook, I saw something where it's like, introverts, check on your extroverted friends. They're not okay. And I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> We've been inside our house too long and everything's just going, meh. And so it's, it's like, how do you maintain your happiness during all this? So for instance, um, because of this, I got temporarily laid off of my job and, um, it sucks, but I also know it's for the best and we have to stay inside. So to help me maintain my happiness, uh, Remy suggested that I become an online tutor or English teacher. So I applied for a couple things and I need to set up an interview with somebody tomorrow and make sure that all works and stuff so I can get some extra income, which I've been trying to find some purpose within all this while we've been under quarantine and I mean, cleaning is nice, but it doesn't feel like I'm giving back anything. And so I like, I like what I'm hopefully going to do soon because number one income and number two, it'll be nice because um, I might potentially be teaching, um, Chinese students English, which I don't know how well that's going to go, but it makes me happy because I'm teaching somebody something when they don't have access to it normally. So that's how I'm trying to stay happy and positive. I also try to go outside and get some fresh air because sitting in your own like stuffy air all day, every day, it's not good for you. Yeah. Yeah, stuffy air is not good. That's why my window is open. Because mm. I can have it open because there's no cars driving by anymore. <laughs> but it's not going to help if you have the curtain blocking it, though. It does because this room is a lot hotter than it normally is. You mean a lot cooler? Cooler. Than yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That way. That one. Anyways, uh, one thing that makes us all happy is our daily routines. Mm-hmm. And in all of this, it really got shocked, shooken up, or decimated, pretty mm-hmm. much. And, and it's whack because you don't realize how much America relies on convenience mm-hmm. to make the daily routines work or make their uh, each individual world go around. For example, we rely, have, a lot of us rely on gyms. Mm-hmm. To go work out, get our stress, self-esteem boosted, stress decreased, anything else you want to know. Some people live in the gym. Some people also work in the gym. And there's a lot of aspects to my daily routine that got shooken up. And I'm not going to lie, for the first couple of days, I was like, man, how am I going to survive? <laughs> mm-hmm. My gym is closed. Everything is closed. And one part of learning how to be happy about all this is realizing how serious it is. So I was absolutely one of those people who did not take this seriously. I was like, okay, whatever. It's going to be over in a couple weeks. We're going to be fine. And then Remy showed me this John Oliver video last night when he talks about 
he talks about the coronavirus and how many people are dying from it. And I'm not going to lie. I bawled like a little baby and then got mad because <laughs> states are fighting over resources. And whatever your political opinion is, the fact is that our president isn't really doing much about it. And all of that's super frustrating. So it's like, how do you cope with that, that you can't go to work every day and you can't leave your house every day? And I mean, routine's part of that, but also... Yeah, looking at the bigger picture, it's like, it's kind of a mess How out like, there. Like, we drove maybe five minutes to my parents' house down the street to get groceries for them, and there was, like, maybe one car on the street, and... The, I think we saw five driving at once. I think, that's it. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you got to ask yourself, like, how can you find normalcy and all of this? So if that means you watch a shit ton of Netflix, or you keep doing walks, or you do jumping jacks on the porch or whatever, <laughs> find your normal. I'm, I'm not kidding, guys. So when I, I first got quarantined because I got flagged to be tested, I tested negative. But during that time that I was quarantined, my days were filled with, I would stay in one room, I wasn't allowed to come out, people would get me food, I was allowed upstairs to take a shower and get clean clothes, and that's it. And part of that time, Brett decided to do jumping jacks on the porch and it sounded like someone was, like, banging on something, and I was panicking because I'm like, someone's breaking into the house, and I can't leave the room to stop it. Luckily, Remy let me know that it was Brett doing jumping jacks. <laughs> yeah, if you want to do jumping jacks on your porch, please let your roommates know. So you don't have a panic attack about robbers. <laughs> Literally, it was like, I was about to call Remy, and he called me first. He's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God, Remy, what's that banging noise? Is someone robbing us? He's like, no. That's Brett doing jumping jacks. I'm like, oh my god! So, just part of sticking your daily routine is don't freak your roommates out because I have. Oh, and then also let them know when you're gonna plug in headphones and do things with heavy breathing exercises. Oh yeah, because <laughs> you can also freak them out. But also chose to do yoga outside the room I was in with headphones in and. All I could hear was, like, labor breathing, and I'm like, oh, my God, maybe he's, like, something's happening to him. Turns out he was doing yoga, and he had earphones in, so part of what <laughs> could make this normal is communicating with those around yes, you so that they don't have multiple heart attacks. Yes. Just letting people know you're working out when you work out. Yes. Because when you go to the gym, they're like, okay, we're going to work out, but if you're just going, <sighs> in the middle of the living room, and you're like, Brett, Brett. Right, and no one's responding. <laughs> it's kind of fucking scary. It right? is a little scary. Okay. But find some sort of normalcy. So for me, uh, I play this phone, this game on my phone called Paint by Number, and I play it for hours on end, and it's kind of bad because it screws up my vision sometimes, but it's also my normal. I'm like, if I'm playing that, then I feel normal. Also, snacks help. Yeah. Yeah, snacks always help. But getting outside can help with that. Mm -hmm. It was a feeling trapped. Because I, th I think it's not so much of, like, finding a normalcy. It's like, it's like I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, the Sunday before all this went down, I was able to go to the gym with two friends I was able to go to a restaurant and eat and I was able to do all like just do all that stuff and then next day it's like well you can't do any of that 
Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like uh, the, the eruption of it just happening overnight like that really triggered and made a lot of people start feeling trapped inside of their own homes because because they because when changes happen in society, they tend to gradually change. They tend to not be so like it's happening now, done. So with that, um, with that, it's like it's kind of like if you are using a flip phone, you live a, a you grew up using a flip phone all your life, and then all of a sudden you get this little tablet thing that has a screen on it. It's like oh. You know what? This is your phone now. Learn how to figure it out, and so the, so it's kind of like the idea of that our brains were not able to fully comprehend and cope right away with how everything stopped so abruptly. I know for sure that I'm still trying to like understand that, like, like in my head, people are still going out in society and doing stuff and you know my household is not allowed i would keep thinking that in my head like my job's going on normal i'm just not there and i gotta realize that nothing is happening and nobody is out anywhere and if you're not used to change like i don't like change when i get used to something i'm like good this is great and then when i have to change i do not do very well with it like when i was in middle school uh, we had trimesters, so that means like every one or two months our schedules would change. And I remember one trimester, my schedule completely changed, and I was never going to see one of my best friends at lunch. And I was so used to that. We had a daily routine. We would do this, we would do that. And I remember bawling to my mother because I had no idea what to do next because my schedule wasn't the same. And I was like, I lost control of my life. So. And especially people with anxiety and depression, they want control. And so, like, for me, per, like, in perspective, the fact that, you know, all these plans, like, I like having plans down, down the line. And so, like, when I can't plan things out because things are such in the air and I have to rely on other people not to be stupid and go outside, that's really hard to deal with. So if you're feeling that way, just so just want you to know that you're not alone that everybody's feeling this way like there's so much uncertainty uncertainty and it creates um a lot of nerve-wracking fear and it's okay and it's valid that you feel that way and we're not gonna feel that way forever seems like we will but this isn't gonna last forever yeah and you and people could start doing things right now to eradicate the idea of being uh being scared or having fear because of what we're, what the world, what the world is doing, and what the world's going through on a global scale, and I think that trying to uh, trying to find some sort of normalcy is by being adaptable, being flexible. Like this is like the chance for you to learn how to do a couple of new things. Uh, for example, in my in my life, in my daily routine. Me going to the gym when all my days off was essential. It had to be done. Mm-hmm. I think Since... I found in the guest bedroom behind that big black storage <laughs> thing is a yeah. bunch. Of, I don't know if that's Lennon David's or whose it is, but there's a bunch of stuff behind yeah. there that looks yeah. like workout equipment. Yeah, just you know, there's a bunch of stuff in there. I gotta look at that. Anyways, 
anyway, my biggest part of my daily routine was go to the gym because it helps maintain my, uh, maintain my sanity and maintain your psyche, my psyche. And it's where I relieve stress from that's left over from work and, and whatever else is going on in my personal life. It helps me tone down, tune out the world and continue running out. And when I leave the gym, I have a fresh perspective of what's going on in general. So without that, it's like I felt lost for a couple of days. And then I decided, well, I'm going to learn how to do calisthenics, which is bodyweight workouts. And for the first time, I had to do not so, not so much first time doing push-ups, but so much as it being the first time doing like 80 to 90 push-ups in a single day mm-hmm. throughout the day. Also, And then it was... Um, my first experience with resistant bands <laughs> I had to deal with today because I never used them before. And so I learned, I buckled down and learned how to use them and figure it out. Um, the ab wheel, that was another tool I used today that I learned how to do. That thing hurts. And if you have access to one, go get one. That thing works really well, as I found out today. But... Uh, but that, that's me in search of normalcy, but also trying to get control of the situation to try to get some sort of exercise in because I relied it, relied on it so much before just having that outlet to go somewhere else to go work out. But now I have to use my room and everything else around me. And that's coming back to the whole, the whole convenience thing. It's like we have these places open that everyone and anyone can use. You can just walk in, do whatever you got to do and walk out. And now, since a lot of this stuff is taken away from us, we're all searching for at-home alternatives. Mm-hmm. And, this, and it's crazy to see that my normal hour day at the gym has turned into an hour of push-ups, sit-ups, V-ups, jumping jacks, jump roping, air squats, doing the ab doing resistant band. And like it changed so much and so drastically just... To maintain and keep in shape. But then also there's another perspective that we got you gotta look at is like how determined are you going to how long are you gonna feel sad and poopy inside about what's going on, or how long will it take for you to take action and find other alternatives to help adjust to your daily routine? Part of searching for your own happiness and coping with all this is keeping yourself moving because if, especially if like, so all of my, my emotions kind of become like you, everybody carries, carries energy. So like, so they, like, so sometimes your emotions can be like really fast energy, can be really slow, whatever it is. And so when I've been in the house too long, I, my, like inside my head, everything starts to get to me. And I definitely need to take the opportunity to be like, okay, I've been sitting on this couch for eight hours listening to somebody laugh at the same jokes, and I'm going to lose my shit if I have to listen to this again. And it's really warm in here, and you've got to take that upon yourself to go outside and, like, run or do something. Like, you don't even have, if you're not a gym goer, you don't even have to do, like, a specific routine, but, like, it... 
it really helps to still make sure your body moves because when you're out and about, like even if you worked at a bank, you were still driving, you were still walking somewhere, you were still getting up and stretching. And now it's like you're at home. And when we're home, our first response is to be like, okay, I'm at home. It's time to relax because I did a bunch of stuff all day. And then now that all your art is home, you got, I think it's really important to remember you don't have any place to go. So you got to create places to go. And I'm not saying find an excuse to go to the grocery store or go visit your grandma or whatever. I'm saying be like, okay, well, I can go here to do this. So I'm going to walk my dog and do this. And I think finding purpose in your day and like, like even if that purpose is just like, I'm just going to scratch off one thing off my checklist and maybe that one thing is laundry then I find that that is super helpful too to kind of keep you, your psyche in check. And I think probably the worst thing you can do is just sit on your ass all day, which I'm a hypocrite because that's what I do. But I'm also like, I need to stop doing that and I need to go take my dog for a walk. I need to go outside, do yoga, do something to keep my body moving because if like everybody's scared, everybody's worried, everybody's panicking. And if you just let all that sit inside your body, you're really going to hurt yourself and you need to let that energy move in some way. Like hell, the other day, I mean, I played Beat Saber and that helped. Like if you want to go play a hockey sack or if you want to just practice your Jedi skills and wave a fucking lightsaber around at your sibling, like <laughs> that is keeping your body moving. But don't become a sentient potato. Don't do it. It's bad. And if you want to go for a quick walk around the neighborhood, do that. Just practice social distancing distancing skills and keep six feet away from people mm-hmm. but like don't be gone for like three hours four or five hours either because you'll get just, in trouble for doing that yeah, just spend 30 minutes to an hour just walking around your neighborhood going for a run or something something along those lines and if you have people in your life that are like that's stupid that you're doing that ignore them yeah uh yeah because we're in colorado and there's three things that we're technically allowed to do outside from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. Go grocery shopping. Go work out outside. Uh, do a some form of workout outside that we're allowed to do, um, which will which should be last no longer than an hour, and uh, and um, going to the grocery store. Those are the. I said that twice. So. Yeah, that's okay. Then. I'm going to your essential workplace if you are still working right now, which a lot of people are not working. Mm-mm. There are people who are hiring work from home positions. If you really like, because unemployment can only go so far if you chose to apply for that. So yeah. that can be helpful. Um, yeah. I was going to say something. And then also, if you really want to go work and you're a healthy individual, go work at a grocery store Mm -hmm. for temporarily. It might be $10, $11, $12, $13 an hour, but they need a freaking help right now. And you can still get a small portion of a paycheck. Mm -hmm. And uh, most places right now, if you just bring your resume and pop it in on their desk, they're going to hire you. And if, if, if that's the normalcy you're looking for, if that's what you're wanting and needing to do that's a good that would be another good option mm-hmm. the point in all of this is you know yourself you know your mind your soul your body your emotions 
and do what you need to do within legal grounds to cope with this. So if you're like, I've been really wanting to write a book, then get on your computer and just start slapping thoughts out. Or if you're like, I want to be a bodybuilder, go to the grocery store and get like four gallons of milk, tape them to a pole, and then lift those weights. Four gallons of water, not milk. Milk spoils. Okay, well, fine. Four, <laughs> then grab four gallons of water, tape it to a broom, and then work out and have somebody spot you. That's a good way to do a gym at home. Also, this is the time to educate yourself, too. Mm-hmm. If there is something you have been wanting to do, uh, do it. Get it off your butt and go do it. Uh, for me right now, I've been having a love-hate relationship with my job, and and uh, all this stuff has started to make me feel has like, hey, you know what? When all this crap is over, I want to be able to do my current job, what I'm doing now. But then also, I want to do personal training on the side as well. So, so damn it, I signed up for my personal training classes and I got everything squared away. Everything's online so I could start anytime, go at my own pace, hmm. and do whatever I got to do. And so, so by doing all, by me, me taking initiative, I'm educating myself to make sure if there's a place you want to go, Get yourself there through the education part too. You might not have all the tools to get the bot, see like get super fit or get what you need to do, but everyone can run, everyone can do a push up, everyone can do sit ups, and everyone can do air squats. No, I don't say everyone can do sit ups, push ups, and air squats. Have you seen me try to do a push up or a sit up? And th- that's when the education part comes in. <laughs> you can learn how to properly do all that stuff. I'm just saying, buddy. To the best of your ability. Laying on my bathroom floor. So first of all, <laughs> let me just go on a rant. Because you're like, you can do this. I'm like, you under, you overestimate most Americans being like me who like ate most of their diet city was Oreos. Don't judge me. We're under <laughs> quarantine, fuckers. Don't judge me. But um, do you know how hard it is to do a push-up even on from your knees? That's like, yeah. I don't have that. And like sit-ups are like... They're hard, so don't assume that everybody can immediately do stuff. I'm not assuming that anyone can do anything, but I am assuming that the more you do something, the better you get at it. That is true. That's the part that I'm That's true. And everyone could do stuff like that. That's true. Could attempt it, too. Could try it. Could figure it out. Mm-hmm. And, but, but the point is, is that... The biggest thing coming out of all this stuff is that you have to figure out where your life was before, mm-hmm. where your life is now. And where you want it to be. And then you, this is the time, this is the break everyone and anyone needs to learn something new and to either change your career, add a hobby, or get some projects done that you have been wanting to do around the house that you haven't gotten time to do because you work a 90-hour week. Brett and I are cleaning out the garage tomorrow, and I'm both terrified and excited at the same time. Yeah, I'm really curious about all the cool stuff we're going to find that we forgot about I know was in there. <laughs> I pulled about, when I attempted to clean it out earlier, I found my swimsuit and, like, a random bag, and then I know I still have, like, a really nice dress and a Deadpool hoodie in there. And that's just stuff on the surface. There's still, like... There's still, like, just, it's just a big mixed bag of crap, and, like, I know that some of it can be stored, like, suitcases and Remy's large collection of 
video game manuals that I refuse to give up, but there is some stuff that we can move in the house and get rid of, so... We're going to try to do that tomorrow. That's what we're doing, friends. No, we are going to do that tomorrow. We are going to clean out the garage tomorrow, and then I'm going to dump all the stuff that we need to donate in the back of my car, and if it sits there for three months, it sits there for three months. So, I hope this was helpful and inspiring. I certainly feel better talking about it out loud in the way to like process through this and make yourself feel better and feel like you have sort of a direction to go but always remember like don't push yourself too hard but if you're like i really want to go run with my dog outside but i'm gonna look like a dork well there's nobody else outside and if they are do make fun of you it's like really your priority is to make fun of me right now okay so just think about that and if you have family or friends who are like that's stupid for you to do this. Fucking ignore them. Yeah. Be like, well, you can join me. No? Okay, then shut your yap. Also, for you extrovert people, because I'm a very extrovert person. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. I realize um, your phone can make phone calls, too. You know, your little smartphone. You can make phone calls, too. You can call people. You can call people. <laughs> I was just telling my grandparents today how I can set up like a video call with them, because I haven't seen them in, like... Month? Something. Yeah. And my grandma's back home from rehab now, which is good. So I'm like, my mom wanted me to go clean her house. And I'm like, I think that's a bad idea. And my parents were like, that's, and my grandparents were like, that's a bad idea. So just like, text your friends, call your family, Skype somebody, do a video call. You're, you're physically isolated, but it doesn't mean you have to be technology isolated. Yeah. Also, you could clean your room. If you have a dirty room, you could clean it. That is that is a thing that I'm not even ready to open right now. For me, a nice yeah. room, I'm not ready to go through that. We're getting through the garage first. Not ready to open that can of worms. <laughs> My room is freaking spotless. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Brent. We know. Um. Yeah, so keep that in mind. We'll, be, we'll still be recording. Brett's going to release videos, and we'll keep you updated on how stuff's going. But bottom line is... If somebody tells you to stay inside, even if you're not prone to getting the virus, there's still people around you in this world that could easily get it. So it's really important that you follow directions. I know it sucks to have to stay inside all the time, but you need to follow the instructions because if you don't, then we get grounded even longer. And then that stuff that you want to do in like two months outside, we're not going to get to do that because it doesn't seem like it's helping right now to do nothing. But if everyone stays in isolation, then the disease dies off where it landed, and it'll be okay. So do your best, entertain yourself, follow the rules, and I don't know. Some people think it's going to get worse before it gets better. I don't know. I have shit to do in May and July, so as long as this is done before that, I'm fine. And just do your best to keep your spirits up. Yeah. So in order for you... Every, for anyone to maintain your happiness no matter if your daily routine got decimated the things that you could do is for one stay safe Mm -hmm. stay safe for two wash your hands wash your hands wash your damn hands every political press conference is a washing your hand conference right now Uh, (laughs) disinfect everything Clean, clean your place up like dis- like like disinfect the main areas, like the kitchen, the living room, and stuff like that. We are technically going into spring, so spring cleaning yep. is good. And if you and if you 
do need to clean other places in your house, do it. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because um, if you don't have anything else to do, which a lot of people do right now, you could get that done. Next thing is uh, take care of yourself and the people around you. Mm-hmm. Like if something happens where one of them is sick and they get quarantined, you don't have to like uh, get quarantined and possibly have uh, possibly have the virus. You can isolate them, but also make sure you check in on them, talk to them, bring them their food, bring them drinks. If you don't, don't... bring us food, then we starve and die, <laughs> and that's not a fun thing to but, do. No, but also that's <laughs> but that's just a huge thing. Is it's like be willing to take care of people because because you're gonna uh, sooner or later you're gonna be put in a position that you're gonna have to take care of someone else besides yourself, and don't complain about it either because that's just gonna make it miserable on both of you guys. So, and just remember, this is not a cutthroat thing. We're all here in this together. We're all yeah. stuck inside together. Italy's a fucking shit show right now, and yeah. Remy's mom won't stop watching it on TV. And I'm like, stop that watching. Is, so, so stop watching dead people on TV. So, so here is so here is the top five things that I have gathered to keep your insanity in check and make sure... Your, your sanity or insanity? Your sanity. You said insanity. insanity I was check. like, whoa! And your sanity check. Okay. And to maintain, maintain your happiness level. One, turn off the news. The Two, news is not helpful. It's, I mean, it's helpful, but it's depressing. Two, keep moving. Figure out how to be adaptable and flexible with the current situation and create a new daily routine. You're going to need it. It's going to make you feel better. Mm. And it's going to make you uh, feel like you have a purpose to keep moving forward. Three, educate yourself Mm. on whatever you want to do. If you want to pick up bowling, start educating different techniques, how to hit pins and power up the Wii and go Wii bowling. Um... It's not the same as regular bowling, nope. but it could be a start. It work. works. Mm-hmm. It could be a start. Mm-hmm. For learn how to cook. I don't want to do that. I'll be honest. I'm very stubborn about that. If, if you're in a situation where you're living alone and you lived off of McDonald's, Taco Bell, and Burger King the last, the last three years of your adulthood, just learn how to cook. You don't have to go crazy. I had to cook some chicken, potatoes, vegetables, and rice. So you can make it out alive and help mm-hmm. and make sure you're doing well. And the fifth thing, support your local restaurants. You can go on Uber Eats and DoorDash and they won't even charge you a delivery fee if you order uh, locally for your, if you order locally because they're hurting for business just like everyone else, and they have to maintain open anyways. So, for example, if you normally eat one, out once and like go to a restaurant once, twice, three times a week, translate that into takeout real, for for the time being. It's not it's not the best solution, but you know what? You still get to have that cheesecake factory, or you can still have that. Um, the ramen or sushi you really love from that one local place across the street from that one local place that you like. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, but th- but but just think ahead and 
try to maintain by using all your options that you have out there. At the end of the day, stay safe, take care of each other, and... Stay motivated because mm -hmm. your life is worth living. And I think that's it for this session. We're going to be doing a weekly check-in and something else, but I'm Morgan. And I'm Brett. And this was another episode of Self-Help Shark. Goodbye!